be with you together this morning. Thank you for joining with us online to worship the Lord together where you are joining with us. There's no distance in the realm of the Spirit. You can just enjoy the presence of God right where you are, joining with us in worship. We feel and sense the presence of God here with us. I hope you do too, in Jesus' name. Well, praise God for His Word. And we're going to have a look at that just now in our service. So if you'd like to turn to the book of Philippians, uh, the book of Philippians chapter 4, and uh, we're going to take a look at some uh, verses together. Philippians chapter 4. Uh, praise God for his word. And this, of course, is one of the prison epistles of Paul. Wrote this while he was in lockdown. Amen. Wrote this while he was in prison. And it's amazing what can happen in lockdown. Hey? It's amazing what God can do, even though we might be locked down physically. God is not limited, nor is his word limited. So we give praise to God that he is still moving. He is still God. He is not bound by a pandemic. He is outside of that. But we connect with him by faith in the name of Jesus. And we receive all the good things of the Lord. So we just want to praise God for his goodness. I'm going to read from uh, Philippians chapter 4. And uh, I'm going to look at verse 4. Philippians chapter 4. That's nice and easy to follow. Philippians 4 verse 4. So uh, let's read this together. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Well, praise God for that passage this morning. The Apostle Paul is exhorting us to rejoice in the Lord. This is the will of God for every Christian, every believer, in spite of our circumstances. He wants us to be joyful. He wants us to rejoice in the Lord. And he says it again. And he, said, he says, I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Rejoice in the Lord. Be happy in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is God's will for us to be joyful. Amen. He doesn't want us to be baptized in lemon juice. Praise God. He doesn't want us to be baptized in balsamic vinegar. Praise God. He wants us to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire. He wants us to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, which is the kingdom of God, is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. And I just want you to think of those things this morning. The kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. That is God's kingdom ruling in our hearts. It's the righteousness of Jesus. It's the joy of the Holy Spirit. And it is the peace of God. God is looking for some joyful Christians. Amen. Some Christians who will reflect the glory of God and show to the world that this can be a time of joy. Even though for many it has been a time of grief and sadness, 
We still need to be rejoicing in the Lord in spite of the pandemic, in spite of our circumstances. He says rejoice in the Lord. He's not saying to rejoice in yourself. Rejoice in God. He gives strength to his people. Amen. He gives us strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So I praise God for you this morning that you can be joyful, that you can be rejoicing in the Lord, and that you can receive the strength of the Lord. Without the joy, we're going to be weak. Without the joy, we're going to be discouraged. Without the joy, we're going to be beaten down. So it's really important that we are joyful Christians and reflect that joy. The Bible says that Jesus was full of joy through the Holy Spirit. Amen. We thank God for the Holy Spirit. We thank God that He is able to fill us with joy. Everybody's looking for some happiness. Everybody's looking for some joyfulness. And they want, everybody wants to be happy. Nobody wants to be sad or grumbling or complaining or uh, disappointed or discouraged. We all want to receive some happiness. And, and the Bible tells us that there is a fullness of joy in the presence of the Lord. This is what God brings. He brings us His joy. He brings us His love. He brings us His peace. He brings us His blessings. All these blessings are ours when Jesus turns up. Praise God. Everything we need is in the presence of God. When you start to worship Him, you start to praise Him and adore Him, suddenly God turns up and He begins to manifest the fruit of the Spirit in your life, the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the gentleness, all the good things that God has for us. He brings them no extra charge. Amen. No extra charge for the joy, no extra charge for the peace, no extra charge for the love. When God turns up, He brings all of those things. What a privilege we have in receiving the fruit of the Spirit. All that love, all that joy, all that peace that God has for you. And this is just exactly what the world is lacking. They lack patience. They lack the joy of the Lord. They lack the peace of God. I used to work with a guy called Abby. And he used to say to me, oh, if I could just have peace. And he was tormented in his soul. He just could not find that peace. Of course, I told him about the Lord. I said he could find peace in Jesus Christ. He can find forgiveness of sins and the relief of the burden, knowing that your sins are gone, knowing that your sins have been taken away, that Jesus has removed your sins as far as the east are to the west. We just need to ask him, say, Lord, forgive me. Come into my life. And I told him to accept the Lord. And he would have that peace and be delivered from, from the torment so many people are tormented today. And uh, it's so important that we offer this joy to the world. The world is looking for this, this joy, this fun, this excitement. And it comes from Jesus Christ. And I told my friend and that I, colleague that I worked with, you just need to accept the Lord and receive His forgiveness. The sense that your, your burden is lifted away. The freedom that Jesus brings and the peace that He gives into our heart and into our mind. Sometimes we go through turmoil in our lives and distress and strain and stress of life. But praise God, we can run to God and 
This is exactly what he tells us here in this passage in verse 6. He says, do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and then the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. There are some things that are too strong for us. There are some things that are too big for us. There are some things that we cannot change. You know, but God can change them. Amen. God can change your situation around. You could be in a, in a very distressful job, a very stressful situation, a stressful marriage or stressful relationships with others, uh, maybe just even personally going through stressful times. God can turn the situation around. You need to know that this morning, that our God is able. Amen. Jesus is able to, to identify with our weaknesses. Jesus is able to identify with the troubles we are going through because he himself was fully human. He was tempted just like we are. He went through trials. He, he got sleepy. He got tired. He, he went through all the human emotions. And so he can identify with us if we're distressed, if we're having problems with our family or sickness in the home. Or whatever you're going through, the Bible has the answer. And here is the answer. He says, do not be worried about a thing. Seems crazy, doesn't it? So many people are worried about paying their bills. So many people are worried if they're going to meet their financial needs so that they can uh, pay for their mortgage. So many people are worried about the future, worried about the pandemic, worried about picking up a virus. So many people are stressed and worried, and yet the Bible is telling us, the Apostle Paul is encouraging us, do not be anxious about anything. Do not worry about a thing, Jesus said. Do not worry about your life. Do not worry about your finances. Do not worry about your food. Do not worry about your clothes. Do not worry about the future. I am your future. Can I get an amen for that? I am your future. Jesus is our future and he is our provider. He will provide us with everything we need. Every single thing we need. We just need to ask him. Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find, knock, and the door will be open to you. You just need to ask. And that's why he says here, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, in every situation that you're in, pray about it. Bring your prayers and petitions and thanksgiving and present every one of those things to God, everything you're anxious about. Bring it to the Lord. God is listening to your prayers. Amen. God is hearing your prayers. And He wants to answer you. Sometimes we don't get an answer because we're not asking. And we need to ask the Lord for things. He said, you can ask anything in my name and I will do it. So He's telling us here that we should not be anxious but to pray about every situation. If you've got a stressful work situation, a stressful home situation, a stressful financial situation, whatever the situation is, nothing is too big for our God. Nothing is too difficult for the Lord. He can sort it. He can resolve it. 
And he says you should pray about all of these things and present them to God. Not just praying, but also, he says, with thanksgiving and start to thank God that he has heard your prayers. That he's going to help you. He's going to send you help from the sanctuary. He's going to send you help from heaven and provide a solution for your situation. Are you asking God? Are you seeking Him? Are you asking Him for things? If you're not, you ought to be because He can answer your prayer. Ask the Lord whatever you need and He will answer you. He will answer us with awesome deeds of righteousness. God is listening to our prayers and longs to answer our prayers. So don't be anxious this morning, friends. Don't be worried about your situation. You know, uh, we used to sing this song. It's not so popular now because it's an old hymn. But it's a great hymn. The words are, are pretty amazing. And it's called, When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to know, it is well, it is well with my soul. Well, friends, this was written by a man who was a Christian and uh, he experienced some real sadness in his life. Horatio Spafford, and uh, he was coming over to England uh, to work with D.L. Moody and support his ministry. And uh, he remained behind to do some, some business. And uh, while he remained behind, his wife and his daughters were sent ahead of him Tragically, the ship collided with another ship and the ship went down. All four of his daughters died. You cannot imagine the grief to have lost one child, but to have lost four children. His wife also went down on that ship, but was miraculously saved. And uh, he went back to the scene as he passed by the waters where the, sink, uh, the, the ship sank. He began to pen the words of this hymn and he began to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. I don't know what you're going through this morning, friend, but whatever you're facing, when you experience the peace of God, you can say, it is well, it is well with my soul. And I just want to read some of the words of this hymn to you this morning. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to know, it is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, if trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ hath regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought, my sin not in part, but the whole, is nailed to his cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. For me, be it Christ, be it Christ hence to live. If Jordan above me shall roll, no pang shall be mine, for in death as in life, thou wilt whisper thy peace to my soul. But Lord, tis for thee, for thy coming we wait. The sky, not the grave, is our goal. O trump of the angel, O voice of the Lord, blessed hope, blessed rest of my soul. 
so he could sing those words. It is well, it is well with my soul. Regardless of our loss, friends, regardless of our situation, and this is almost a situation like Job was in, where he lost so many of his children, and even his wife turned to him and said, Curse God, where is God in all of this? But he was able to say, Though he slay me, yet will I praise him. Friends, whatever you're facing today, God is able to help you with his peace and his love and his joy. He can bring to you the blessed assurance that Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. We can have that confidence that no matter what we're facing, look at the life of Paul. Look what he experienced. He was beaten with rods five times. He was, he was uh, in, in the sea, I think shipwrecked however many times. He went through uh, terrible, terrible uh, trials and tribulations, persecution um, by many people and hunted like, like King David was. And yet he was able to say, rejoice in the Lord always. Friends, we always have a choice to rejoice or to be sad. We always have a choice to be prayerful or to be full of anxiety. We always have a choice is to go down the pathway of, of, of spending time in His presence, worshipping Him, or just spending time on our own. There's always a choice that we have to go through. And God wants us to make the right choices. And so He says here in His Word, that we are not to be anxious, we are not to be worried, we are not to be stressed, but to pray about everything, to pray for God's grace to be poured out. And we really need that today. We really need that God's grace will be poured out in our communities, that God's grace will be poured out upon our government, that God's grace will be poured out upon your home and upon your life and upon your job and your work situation, that the grace of God will be poured out so that you will not be anxious about any situation. And so he says here, once you present your request to God, the promise is, verse 7, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. This is the purpose of prayer, is to relieve you of anxiety. This is the purpose of prayer and praise and worship is to hand our problems over to God. And he says in 1 Peter 5 verse 7, he says, casting all your care upon him because he cares for you. God has never designed you to carry all of these loads. No wonder people are suffering from so much mental exhaustion. No wonder people are suffering from, from mental problems and, and, and all kinds of, 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 of stress and strain. No wonder people are, are, are experiencing mental health problems. And it's getting bigger and larger and stronger and more and more people are affected because part of it is they don't pray. They don't know who to turn to. And Jesus is the burden bearer. And he says, I don't want you to carry these things. I want you to cast all of your care upon me. I want you to give me all of your problems. I want you to pray about everything, the big things, the medium things, the small things, the things that you don't even think you should pray about, you should pray about. 
Pray about, he says, and pray about everything. You know, and, and give every worry and every problem to God and ask him to carry you through. Ask him to carry you through. He is able to carry the weight, whatever it is. Even if you think that this problem you're facing or this habit that you have is too big and too strong for you, give it to Jesus. Let him take it from you. Give your problems to the Lord. David said in the Psalms, I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all of my fears. It didn't just happen automatically. He said, I have to seek God. I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. David was able to say, he delivered me from all of my enemies. Even though 10,000 people surround me, even though there's an army around me, I will not fear, for you are with me. One man who has confidence in God can stand against an army. Isn't that awesome? That if you are standing with Jesus, you're standing in a place of victory. God does not want us to be overcome by evil. God does not want us to be, to be overcome and, and, and to, to, to suffer defeat. He wants us to have victory in our lives. He wants us to have confidence in Him. He doesn't want us to be the victim. But He wants us to be the victor. So many people are victims. You know, they'll say, you know, you don't realize what they did to me. You don't realize how they hurt me. You know, you don't realize how, how abused I was. Or you don't realize how, how, how ashamed or what the shame I carry. You don't realize what I'm going through. You don't realize how much of a victim I am. There are many people like that. But God can turn every victim into a victor. Amen. He'll turn your, your victim situation into a glory to his name. He will turn the, the worst situation in your life into, into a place of victory. It, it is God's will not for you to suffer defeat. God does not want us to be defeated or overcome by evil or overcome by, by stress or mental health problems or whatever you're facing today, anxiety. He, it is His will for you to have, be victorious over those things. Whatever you're facing, whatever fear, whatever problem, whatever you are struggling with, God can turn it around, friends. He specializes. He is a specialist in turning your situation around. Maybe you're in a bad situation today, an abusive relationship or whatever. God can turn it around. Get God involved. God was never designed to be out of your life. He wants to be involved in your life. God doesn't want to be left outside the door of your house. He wants to be invited in. In fact, the Bible says He knocks at the door of your heart. He wants to come into your life and help you. He is a great help. Psalm 42, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in troubled times. Are you going through stressful times? Turn to the Lord Jesus. Turn to the burden bearer. He says, cast all your care upon me because I care about you. Do you know this morning, friend, that God cares about you? He knows your name. He knows everything about you. He knows you're rising up and you're sitting down. He knows when you go out. He knows when you come in. He knows us inside out. 
Let us invite the Lord Jesus into our lives to bring the peace of God and to bring his presence. God doesn't want to be out of your life. He wants to be involved in your heart and in your life. God wants to fill us with his peace. In a world that is in such turmoil, Jesus has promised us peace. In fact, here we read about it in John chapter 14. John chapter 14 is this beautiful passage where Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit and he's talking about the blessings that he's going to leave us. John chapter 14 verse 25, he says, All this I have spoken while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. The Bible tells us that in this world we will have trouble. Whether you are a Christian or not, you're going to face trouble. You're going to face problems. You're going to face unsurmountable situations in your life. It may be grief. It may be fear. It may be worry. It may be all kinds of things that come against you. And friends, we need to know how to handle these things. And Jesus is promising us peace. He's promising us the peace of God will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Praise God for his peace. The kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. We need the peace of God in a troubled world, in a world that's full of stress. We need peace. And Jesus is promising peace for you today. He says, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. He's giving you peace today. It is part of your heritage as a Christian. He says, not as the world gives, because people are looking for peace in the world as well. Like that friend of mine who said, oh, if I could just have peace of mind. People think, if I escape to the beach, I'll have peace. If I just take enough alcohol, I'll get out of this misery. If I take drugs, if I do this, I do, if I just go on some counseling course, some meditation course, I'll experience peace. That's the kind of peace that the world offers, but it doesn't last. And then they go to the next thing and the next thing, trying to find peace. There is no peace for the wicked, God says. There's no peace outside of Christ. There is no true and lasting peace outside of Jesus Christ. He is the Prince of Peace. Amen. He comes to bring you peace. He says, my peace I leave with you and I'm giving it to you. It's the peace of God that transcends understanding. It's far above our intellect. It's far greater than our understanding. It's the peace of God. It's a spiritual power that comes into your life and brings tranquility in the midst of the storms. 
It's the kind of peace that Paul had when he was in the midst of the storm in the sea in the boat where he said, I believe God. We do not need to lose hope in this situation. I believe that we are going to be saved and all the prisoners and all the soldiers will be saved. Nobody will be lost in spite of the fact that the boat smashed up and everybody landed safely on the shore. In spite of our outward circumstances, we can have peace like a river. We can have the peace of God in our hearts and our minds. We can have that peace that passes understanding. Jesus is promising you peace. Peace comes from the presence of God. Peace comes when we pray. Psalm 32 verse 6 says, Surely when the mighty waters rise, they will not reach Him. He goes on to say, Therefore let everyone who is godly pray to you. Because when the mighty waters rise, they're not going to reach you. Because you're in a place of peace. You're like the person in Psalm 27 who, who's praising God and He set you high on a rock. You're in a place far above. You're in a place of peace. The Bible calls it being seated with Christ. Far above all. Far above all the fear and the worry and the stress and the strain of this world. Friend, you need peace today. Jesus is offering you peace of mind. He's offering you peace in your heart. He's the Prince of Peace that can bring the love of God. Everybody's looking for love. You know, they say it's love that makes the world go round. Everybody is, you know, it's love, love, love. That's what they want. But only true love comes from the Father. True love comes from God. He can fill us with His love, with His peace, and with His joy. This is our heritage as believers, is we can receive the peace of God. Psalm 119, 165 says, Great peace have they who love thy law. By studying the word of God and reading the word of God, the Prince of Peace is imparted to us. We can have great peace in the midst of great storms. Colossians 3 verse 15 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Let the peace of Christ control your life. Do not let the circumstances, the fears, the worries, do not let the worries and the anxiety and the stress and the fear, do not let it into your heart. Do not let it into your mind. The peace of God will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. It will guard and protect you. Just like the shield of faith, the Bible says take up the shield of faith. It protects you all around. It's a shield of faith. The Word of God brings faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The Word of God will produce a shield around your life. You need to meditate on the Word of God day and night. You need to speak the Word of God day and night so that that peace can become your portion. I want to ask you today, do you know the peace of God? Have you got peace in your life? Is everything tranquil on the inside? Even though you're facing some difficulties on the outside, do you have peace on the inside? This is the kind of peace I'm talking about. Tranquility of heart and mind. Jesus is offering us 
this peace today. Will you take it? Will you let it be a part of your life? He says, my peace I leave with you and my peace I give to you. He goes on to say, do not let your hearts be troubled. Some of you need to say that to yourself. I'm not going to let my heart be troubled. I'm not going to be fearful any longer. I've had enough of being fearful. I've had enough of being anxious. Sometimes you need to speak to your storms. Now Jesus in Matthew 8 was in the boat. And he was fast asleep on a pillow. In the midst of a storm. It didn't affect him one iota. But the disciples were freaking out. They said, oh we're going to drown, we're going to drown. They started panicking. It is human to panic. You know, we've all been there. Panic situation. The storm is too big, it's raging around you. And, and it threatened to break up the ship. The wind and the waves and the storm. The, it was a, a, a qual that just came suddenly. Jesus, we're going to die. Jesus, help us. He says, like, where is your faith? Where is your faith? It's like, come on, guys. Don't you believe I'm in the boat? Do you think this is going to go down with me in it? Do you think you could, life is going to go down if I'm in it? Of course not. Most of the things we fear never happen. That's why Jesus said, do not fear. And 365 times it says, fear not. And so Jesus got up from his sleepy place. I'm sure he was exhausted from preaching or whatever it was. He got up and he spoke to the wind. And he spoke to the storm. And he said, peace, be still. Suddenly, everything was quiet. The wind, the waves, it was calm. When Jesus is in your boat, all is good. Don't trust in your own mind, in your own heart. Allow Jesus to put a guard on your heart and your mind so that you'll have the mind of Christ and not just your own mind in the stressful situations of life. Receive the peace of God today. If Jesus is in your boat, and that is a question, you need to ask yourself, is Jesus in my boat? Is Jesus in my heart? If he's on the outside, you can't have the blessings of Jesus on the inside. Invite him in to fill you with his peace. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Receive the peace of God today. And ask him to come in and walk with Jesus in a place of peace. God doesn't want us stressed out. He doesn't want us worried and fearful. He says, I am giving you my peace, which is not like the world. It's a supernatural peace, which goes beyond what you could imagine. And it sustains you all the way through your life. Let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you today for the peace of God, which passes all understanding we want to thank you, Lord, in a stressful world, you are promising us peace. Lord, you are promising us, Lord, the peace of God, 
to rule and reign in our hearts. You are the Prince of Peace, Jesus. We invite you into our lives today. We say, Lord, we invite you, Prince of Peace. Come and rule and reign in my heart. Come and rule and reign in my life. Let your peace be my portion today. Let your peace be my portion for the rest of my life. Let me experience your love, your joy, and your peace, which passes all understanding. Father, I pray that for all who are listening today, that they too will experience your peace in Jesus' name. God bless you.